Okay, welcome to the Clara and Big Blue podcast. Probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football. Balls for everyone's tastes. My name's uh, Mike. Um, here in uh, New Jersey, US. Don't forget, don't be uh, fooled by the accent. And I'm joined by the man of many podcasts, the man of many voices, I guess. Uh, you might know from Pastor Gravy, Pastor Gravy Bro, and the Rod Ryan Morning Show. It's Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how you doing? Dude, thanks for having me on. I literally didn't think there was another person in the entire world that was a Giants and West Ham fan, but I'm glad that I have found you, my friend. The power of Twitter, I guess. Right? I guess so. That's what made remember, it all happen. I can't remember how we first got connected. One of us must have tweeted something that the other person liked, I guess. Yeah, and then I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it, it worked out, and we are both, I guess, miserable together most of the time. Most of the time. But now, this week, it was a rare, it was a rare positive week. Very rare. But, I mean, before we get into that, so obviously I'm sure people are thinking like, oh, an English person likes an American sport and an American likes an English sport. So like, how did, <laughs> how did you get into to West oh, football, but in West Ham of all teams, I guess. Uh, well on my pie, my podcast past the gravy, I was kind of like football was whining. The NFL was winding down and most of the giants were out of it. So I was like, I want to just get into to English premier soccer. Cause I wake up for a morning show all the time. So like on the weekends, my body clock is just kind of fucked. I guess like, mm-hmm. we can curse on this one, right? We're just going to get off the bat. We, we're going to curse on this. So my, my body clock is kind of fucked. So like, I don't sleep super late on weekends anyways. And I was getting up and like, I, I enjoy sports. So soccer was always on. And I was like, I should just start following a team and then just like start paying attention. And it'll give me a reason to like get into it. And I was talking to my co-host Pat on my podcast and I was just like, well, like I want to pick a team. I want to be a bandwagon ass bitch. You know, like that'd be like if you just moved over to the States and you're like, I'm a Patriots fan. I guess maybe not this year, but in past yeah. years, you know, and I was like, I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to be a, a bandwagoner. So like, let's just find a team that's like, okay, but it's kind of like fun and then just follow them. And he was telling me about green street hooligans, the movie, Mm-hmm. and then we settled on he, he showed me uh i'm forever blowing bubbles i was like i'm fucking sold like i'm in let's do this and so that was pretty much how we picked west ham they weren't top six i guess which is not really the best thing to pick but whatever we picked west ham and then i stuck with them i found a watch group here in uh in houston and the bayou ironworks is what we were called and i've started watching games with them and now we're like even playing soccer on saturday morning so i went from like not really giving a shit to i'm pretty hardcore into it now and like about three years so that was about three years ago yeah okay so i mean bubbles so just about obviously you heard the song for the first time i guess yeah pat played it for me and i was like dude that's pretty dope i'm in on this that i think listening to that song just sums up west ham because it's kind of uplifting it really does also pretty depressing as well (laughs) Well, like, you can't get mad, like, when they let you down. You're like, dude, that's literally in our song. Like, just like my dreams, they fade and die. You're like, yeah, man. Like, what, like you, what did you think alert. was going to happen? But every game, they're telling you, yeah, your hopes are going to die. So, yeah, enjoy it's it. Like, but what did you expect, dude? <laughs> maybe we, like, maybe it's the, the attitude. Maybe if we change, like, I don't want to change bubbles, but, like, maybe that's part of it. It's like, you got to speak it into existence. And they're constantly saying, like, we're going to let you down. We could if we could remix it maybe let's just try that out just like 
just like my dreams they kick your ass or some shit like that they kick yeah that would like try that just one well, game I have to mix up a bit more because bubbles very rarely kick anyone's ass right and it's like a historic song right wasn't it like a commercial yeah i think because yeah, it was something like um for a soap powder something like, like that the 20s had to be and one of the players looked like one of the people on the commercial and so they started calling him bubbles and then the fans just started singing that song from the commercial and it stuck i guess I mean, it's a great song it's a great song I mean, maybe we need to find someone like we need to sign a player that looks like rocky balboa so we can just start singing eye of the tiger or something that would be pretty sick that would be hype i like that game. yeah i'm all for that like who who looks like like rocky balboa I mean, balbuena ish ish rocky balbuena that'd be pretty sick <laughs> Ooh, there's a name there's a nickname rocky balbuena yeah We'll start trying that out. I guess it's international break. Give us a week or so, and then we'll uh, we'll start trying that out in the next game. We get yeah. Sheffield, right? Is it? I think Ooh. so. The Tevez Derby. What is that? The Tevez Derby. Was you? Oh yeah. Did you? You know the story, right? I know you. I just know that they have the Tevez masks. Yeah. Whenever they play, right? So. The backstory was so West Ham one year, I can't remember how many years ago now, but they were pretty much dead and buried. They were about to be relegated. And then we did some really shady off the books deal or some shit to get Carlos Tevez. And it was right. like he turned our season around and we stayed up and Sheffield United got relegated. And they, okay. and they sued West Ham. And then there was some out of court settlement that we had to pay him a couple of million to keep them happy, I guess. But <laughs> a lot of Sheffield United fans still remember that. Name. Was, was Tevez like Payet before Payet? Like he just pretty much kept us up, saved oh, yeah. us. I guess there's yeah. been quite a few guys like that probably for West Ham. I guess it was what, him, Decanio. And then, and then we have Michael Antonio last year, but we didn't have to like go out and get him. <laughs> no. But I mean, he kept us up. He's a, he's a beast of a man. Right, but he kind of like sucks sometimes, and then just like he'll go through stretches where like, all right, this oh, is the dude. This. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like Lanzini now, where I'm kind of like, do I want Lanzini to check into a game? Am I excited? It was after after Tottenham. I'm just convinced myself he's going to do that every time. Yeah, he went for a long spell where he was just shit. I think that injury and the World Cup kind of really ruined him. I guess maybe maybe it's a mental thing because he was what it he could was about be. to play for the, in the World Cup for Argentina and then it all went to shit. Yeah, and then yeah, he just never was the same until that Tottenham goal, which I will always like. Now that's my Lanzini memory. Head of a fucking goal. Yeah, I've watched that probably like four thousand times. I'm not gonna lie. Like that whole week, I was like, I'm feeling down. I'm just gonna go watch us score that tie. Have it saved on your. Have it as your text tone. Lanzini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess let's fast forward or rewind, but fast forward to the Fulham game. So was you watching it with your your watch group or was you Yeah. The so is it supporters group, I guess that's what they call them. Where do you guys meet up? Uh it's called Nick's Place. It's uh it's off of Westheimer Road here in Houston. It's a like Italian little bar, but it's pretty cool. So you still got are you allowed into bars now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to wear the masks. We uh, like I play soccer with most of those guys now, anyways, on Saturday mornings. And so, like, since this was a two p.m. our time kickoff, 
uh, Central Time. Um, we we had like played we played uh, a little pickup game that morning, and then everybody went back, changed, and like came back, and so we were kind of just hanging out there. But that was that was cool. I enjoy you know you, it's very rare you get the afternoon game as West Ham, but uh, so we were all watching it there. We were all pretty disappointed. I uh, I may have bet the over, so I was expecting some goals. And yeah. just didn't have. We had been scoring pretty well lately, and I thought that. Well, because we beat what was it? Wolves four nil, four nil, three nil. Like the offense had been there, and there was nobody that wasn't starting really that showed me like why, like why we shouldn't. And then West Ham just tends to play to their competition. Like yeah. you know, you you assume they're going to lose or get blown out, and then they go out and they beat a Wolves, or they hang with Liverpool, or they tie City, or whatever it is, and then they just lay an egg against Fulham. Like, I'm glad that they didn't lose. I really thought that we were only going to be able to get one point out of that. And then we probably should have only gotten one point after that oh, horse that. shit fucking like, the f- penalty they gave. So what, like, was it Lookman? What, what do you think was going through his mind when he stepped up to that? I'm going to chip it, <laughs> I guess. But, like, he whiffed on it. And, like, you don't try a chip in, in that situation. minute. Yeah, like maybe if you're like in like the 50th minute and, and it's just like, you know, well, we might get a couple more chances, but you know, that's it. You got to just bury that in, the, in the, the net, man. But I'm cool with it. I was fine with it. I'm pretty sure he's never going to take another penalty for Fulham. You think his key card worked? Like I, I haven't checked. Like, has he been able to check back into the Fulham facilities this week? Or did they just... <laughs> well, the locks have been changed. Yeah, they're like actually your card no longer works, sir. Please go home. Oh, they just replace him with another guy called Lookman. Yep, sorry, you're out. <laughs> I mean, just uh, Fulham, that definitely, like, for for as excited I've been about a bunch of draws we've had lately, like against City, against Tottenham, especially Tottenham felt like a win, even though it was a draw. I don't care, yeah. whatever. We scored 12, we scored in like 12 minutes, we scored three goals. I was cool with that. But, uh, like, that felt like a loss, even though it ended up being a draw, just because... It probably should have been, and we just didn't play like it. We, we didn't play well. What did you think about You didn't think we played well? I mean, I thought we, we – in stretches, but then there was just like we didn't connect on opportunities. It felt like we had uh, – like I think we only had like five shots in the first half, but it felt like we had 50 shots in the first half. We should have probably scored three goals. Yeah. yeah. Again, back to the over. We probably should have scored three goals, but – it just it it looked like they just weren't able to like capitalize, and the offense it looked like it was clicking against the bigger clubs, and just I don't know they were like a step off when they needed to be. Would well, you think that's the Antonio effect? Do you think him being missing is kind of screwing up? It definitely helps because Alea is a definitely a different striker than Antonio. I kind of hate him. I he's kind of like I guess linking the two. He's almost like my Daniel Jones in that. No matter what, I always almost no. He's, he's gonna he's gonna be good eventually. Just no, wait for it. Yeah, next game that, was it the it. bicycle kick against Watford last year? Because like I told you, oh, I have a dumb brain. So Lanzini, I'm always like he's gonna score because he did against Tottenham that one time, and that just happened. He hasn't done that ever before that. But like he did that bicycle kick like the third match day three last year against Watford, and so. yeah. it was the most amazing. Like at that point, I was like this is we're gonna probably win the league now. This is it. And I just convinced myself that's who Alaire. I didn't really think we were going to win the league, but I was jacked up. And uh, I was like, this is Alaire. This is it. We got the right guy. Thank God we went out. Fuck you, Arnautovic. Like, <laughs> we replaced you, and we were just not going to miss a beat. And then that was it. That was pretty much him for the rest of last season. And he went from, like, 
a signing like that, you're assuming is going to start every single game. And the fact 45 that he's, million for West Ham, yeah, you yeah, that's going to be it. The fact that he's still coming off the bench says a lot about probably what Moyes says about what Moyes thinks about him and just yeah, Moyes honestly, is one like is work ethic and like what, what, probably how good he is. The fact that which game was it that Antonio got injured? I can't remember who. Is it City? Is it City? When. So, Alaire, our only other striker, was on the bench and they replaced Antonio with a midfielder, Yamalenko. Like that, that says, says a lot. lot. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, no, like, what else do you need to know about the guy? Like, he's probably not the right fit. It sucks that we spent them. Like, hey, you know what would have been cool? Maybe if there was like some young striker that had just played in the championship last year, like we had, we had brought up and was going to like play on the team and like maybe we could have. We could have subbed him in. That would have been cool. But, oh, wait, no, we sold him to, to West Brom for, like, a, a nickel. <laughs> well, however many pounds however many pounds a nickel is. I don't know. That's I don't know the conversion rates. Nickels. What's a nickel? Five cents? I'm still... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, still having, I'm still using centigrade to tell temperature. Um, fuck the Fahrenheit. Oh, did that, that, yeah, that's got to throw you off. It's just not to sidetrack, but... The Celsius thing makes sense. It makes so much sense. Like zero it does, is but freezing, like, 100 is boiling. Work it out in between. Oh, it, absolutely. I agree with you. But like, I love that like, we don't do that here in America because it's just like, this is America. This is how we do it. Like, yeah, but everybody, the rest of the world does it that way. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah we're America. All right? I think pretty much England's the only country still using Celsius. Or maybe oh, really? Canada. I think Canada maybe, actually. I thought Canada does. Yeah. yeah. Canada does. Although, just to be, because we are extreme people, I guess, we like to break. I do find that people, especially on the weather, if it's mm-hmm. really cold, they'll use Celsius. So they can say, it's, oh, it's minus 12 degrees. Yeah. But when it's hot, suddenly they'll switch to Fahrenheit. Oh, it's 96 degrees. They always like, I guess, the big extreme numbers. Yeah. Or like in Texas, when you can hit the triple digits, you're like, yeah, it's 102. Oh, I've never, I don't think I've. Well, maybe once or twice. Is that like a constant thing? Uh, in the summer. In the summer, it'll hit 100 pretty, pretty frequently. See, it's usually like... in the 90s, at least. You just get used to the 90s. But I guess you have AC at your asshole. You do. Yeah. Like, I know up there, a lot of people just, like, you go without the AC and you, you sacrifice that for the heat in the winter, which you definitely need more. But, like, here, it's like you got to have AC. See, I, I guess in that temperature you would, but I'm not a big fan of the AC because I feel because you, you te- your body just gets used to oh, this comfortable coldness in my apartment. But then as soon as you step outside, the heat punches you in the face. Right. But like also if it's like 100 degrees outside, it sucks. Like I've lived in an apartment with shitty ventilation and shitty insulation is what it was. And it was like it would be like 100 degrees and I would have the AC at like 60 and my apartment could only cool to 80 and it was just miserable. It was just miserable. And like, there's the humidity here in Texas where it's like 100% humidity a lot of days. So you just sweat the second you walk outside. Like when I was in college and I'd walk across campus, it was like sometimes you'd have to change shirts just because you'd sweat through one. Jesus. Yeah, it was bad. But it's, you get used to it. You get used to it. And I call it, it's like conditioning, right? Like it's like being in the uh, the mountains in Colorado, but it's just you're just hot as balls all the time here. So in the event that I have to go run in like a volcano, I think I'll be okay. That's a good skill to have. Put exactly. out your resume. You never know. Can't rule it out. I mean, that's if you put that on your resume, that's got to guarantee at least an interview. 
I, I want to find just more to ask the question like, yeah. how, what happened how 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 did that how did that happen <laughs> so a little life advice for everybody just add that to your resume it doesn't have to be true if you learn anything from this podcast put that on your resume it's pretty educational i would say but i guess we have to get back to the west end probably so that was a pre because uh, what was your reaction did you think when we scored in the what the 92nd minute I'm assuming you thought that's it. We've wrapped it up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I also thought that that official was kind of being a dick all day and it seemed like we weren't getting anything going our way. So of course I felt like, like, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like with the, uh, with the VAR lately, like even when we scored, I'm like, was that good? Were we good? Like, I'm always nervous now like to celebrate any goal because I just assumed we were offsides. Yeah, no, I said, yeah, it's definitely, Get that it's ruined point. that a little bit for me, but, uh, but it has I, to be. It has to now be like a stupid goal, like Lanzini, where you're like, okay, that definitely they can't find anything wrong with that, right? And then they still might. Who knows? But because well, yeah, now they can pull it back. Oh, but two was minutes it, before that, there was a foul, and it's like, Jesus, exactly. Uh, but I don't know. I felt like when when that went down in the box, like it was a ticky tack penalty to award, but. I felt like that, uh, who was it? They got like just ninja kicked in the chest earlier and they didn't even like card the guy really on Fulham. And then they like allowed that to get away. And we're like, no, we're going to give you a penalty right at the end. And it was like, whatever, man. But I think ball don't lie is what they say in the NBA sometimes. And that was kind of the situation with us. Yeah, that was a soft penalty. But it was, I guess it was one of those that if it wasn't given, you'd be like, yeah, that's fair. But if it was, I guess it technically it was a foul. But I'm just kind of getting it wasn't as bad as Salah but I'm just getting over that that slight touch and they just go nuts and fly over down absolutely and that just that makes it so much more difficult to decipher when you're looking back at the VAR but do you, do you think they're just giving these kind of decisions just to justify their job I think so absolutely that um, I think, you, and, and like when something goes down in the box, it's easier to just lean penalty as opposed to anything else. I would stop just to find that guy who's like lazy as fuck, like just eating chips, watching Netflix, and just every VIR. Nope. It's just eating a sleep. <laughs> no, okay. Uh-uh. That's not it. Yeah. No, keep going. That'd be great if you knew that guy and you were in on gambling. Like, you could get some unders going pretty, pretty strong, I bet. Just don't let anything go in, don't let anything count. So, I mean, we've got the, the boring international window coming up now, which I fucking hate. Do you pay attention to it? Like, do you watch, like, Bosnia-Herzegovina against, like, Cyprus? Only for the World Cup, suddenly I get excited for, like, two countries I've barely heard of playing each other. I suddenly go nuts for that. But, yeah, but this UEFA Nations League is, like, who gives a shit? It's like Champions League, but like international, basically, is what they're trying to make it, right? They're trying to make it, but... So, dude, we got a lot of soccer going on already. Because they're trying to make it out to be a major tournament, but basically the winner just qualifies for another major tournament, the European Championships. Which the winner would probably have already qualified for anyways. Exactly, like Portugal won it last year, but they already it, qualified. So it's like, and then so they have all of these weird rules to finally find someone who hasn't qualified. Just, it's, I don't know. It's dumb as shit, but 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess it's good for like guys to get experience on the international level, but it always throws me off that like we have 75 leagues basically it, between that's the one thing about soccer that I haven't gotten used to yet where it's like, Oh, there's also, you have the FA cup, but then that's different than what is it? The care, the care the Carabao cup. And then you also have your league games, but then for some teams, there's Champions League. And then Europa League is on Thursday. There's like, how many fucking leagues we got going on? And then now let's just throw in an international league, too. There's another European one next year. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. The Euro- European Conference or some shit? What is that? So it's basically going to be now Champions League, Europa League, European Conference. So it's just for, like, what well, West Ham can play for Probably not, because I think it's going to like the sixth or seventh place team. So maybe, but it's, I uh, think it's just for countries like Ukraine to get European football, I guess, or something. Because like I've tried to to watch some Europa games in the last like couple of weeks. They're horrible. And it's just like, but I don't know that like, I can't even pronounce the team name. I don't know like is it an abbreviation I'm looking at like. Who beat Man U? Like, it was, like, something Istanbul, but it was, like, somebody just punched their keyboard, and then it was, like, that's the name of the club. Istanbul yeah. at the end. Go. <laughs> and, like, I get it. I don't speak that language, so, like, I'm being an asshole, but whatever. That's just, like, I don't know. It's less entertaining if I can't pronounce the name of the club or I don't have any idea about, like, the history of it or whatever. It's pretty tough to get a chunk going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, European football aside, because I think that's a little while away for us. Like, how do you think, I guess, looking ahead, how far do you think West Ham's going to get this year? Because, I mean, they're looking good, but still, like, like the bubbles, they fade and die. How do you, how you see the season uh, panning out? I mean, if you look at their upcoming schedule, like, honestly, I really am shocked that, like, City and who, who we had we had the city before that uh tottenham the, the draw against yep. tottenham like we played we went through our tough part of, like it was murderer's row for like a month it looked like looking at the Maybe schedule in the well. beginning of the year like okay i mean maybe if we could and we we dropped the game against newcastle to start so we were already behind the eight ball and i was just like i don't know how we're gonna get any points out of these games to come away out of the last four games with five points or however many points we got i think maybe four points five points five points we got two draws yeah, and a loss to Liverpool, and then the win last last Sunday, but or last Saturday. But like, I'm pretty happy at where we're sitting right now. It does, like I said, I feel like we do play to our competition, which doesn't bode well for Sheffield and then Villa. Like, I'm not buying Villa. I'm not buying Villa. Villa got yeah. off hot, but like, they're frauds. They're gonna and, be like bottom half. And like, fuck Jack Grealish. I I hate him. I don't know why. He's my. If I had to pick a like a least favorite player in the Premier League, it's Jack Grealish. He's the Premier League player that I'd most like to sneak up to while he's asleep and just like shave just, his head. Oh, fuck him. Like, Dude, I get, hate him. Yeah. Him and then Harry Kane, just because he looks like a Draco Malfoy wannabe. And, yeah. And he looks like if you get too close, you're going to drown from dribble. And he's just always like, he's got like resting bitch face, but for a dude. And he's a little bit of a bitch. He's always he is. bitching. I mean, he plays for Tottenham, one. So like we know that, and then yeah, he just he always looks like he looked at, he always looks like he just smelled something bad. It, like smells bad. He's got that like looking like, eh. like dude, be happy. You scored a hundred goals or whatever. You just fucking what mark you just hit. Like nine hundred of them are penalties probably. <laughs> like you're uh like you were were you born uh in the UK? I was indeed. Okay, so you obviously you root for England. 
is it kind of tough to root for England with like them being like 60% Tottenham? It feels like. <laughs> yeah. I, I barely watch England at all. Okay. Because like, if they win, you're like, cool. It's my country. If not, you're like, fuck Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. If they lose, it's fucking Tottenham's fault. Right. I saw it makes it hard to root for them. But yeah, it does. I mean, the last time I really watched was what, what tournament did we have last? What got moved? It was the World Cup last two The, the years Men's ago? World Cup? Yeah. Three we... years ago. Three years ago, because women's was two. And then this was supposed to be Euro, right? This, this summer was supposed to be Euro, wasn't it? Yeah. But that got pushed back. That got pushed back. But yeah, no, yeah, it's, it, there's less and less. But the only thing that annoys me about England is that even before they announce the squad, you can already, you know who's in the fucking squad. Cause it's like this, it's the most laziest coach ever, Gareth Southgate. He just picks the same fucking players every time, <laughs> no matter how they play. It's just miserable. Like Harry Maguire, for some reason, is the first name on the team sheet. He's trash. I mean, they have some great British, like, British names. You know, like that, like, that, like, Harry Maguire sounds like he would start for the English national team. So it's like, I sort of get that, and I feel like maybe that's what he goes to as a default. He's like, does he sound English? Let's go with it. Harry Maguire does sound like someone that would, like, mug an old granny. Absolutely. And he might. Who knows? I don't know what he does in his spare time. Not, not going to nightclubs anymore, because he... That's, that's true. I guess they can't. After he punched a... Did you see that? He punched like he punched a policeman, a police officer or some shit. Yeah, that's problematic. It's, it's never that's a life lesson number two from this podcast. Just just avoid punching police officers. It never mm-hmm. ends that's, well. You know, that's pretty solid advice. I hope people are writing this down. Take notes, guys. There will be a quiz at the end. So I mean, do you watch do you get hyped about Team USA? I, I try to. Like World Cup, I do, but then like last World Cup, we didn't have that. Um, I mean, I don't the women's team because they're crushing it. Women's team is cool. Like I don't, I just don't care as much. Like women's soccer is like I'm not knocking women's soccer; they're awesome. It's just like there's three teams in pretty much every tournament. I feel like that you're like okay, yeah, it's, it's probably awesome. gonna be the U.S. women, and they're probably gonna adopt. Like there was like they scored double digit goals in like two of their. They're group stage games, and it's like, where's the parody? Who is it? Who they beat? It was like thirteen-one or something. Yeah, I I don't remember. It was like Slovakia or somebody like that, where you're just like, all right, like thanks for coming out, guys. It's gotta be embarrassing. Like, I mean, it's nice to represent your country, I guess, but how how would you feel representing your country after losing thirteen-one? Yeah, I mean, I guess they have that in the men's game. You have, like, Greece get in every now and then and just get smoked. But usually it's, like, 4-0, 4-0, 4-0, or whatever it is. It's not double digits. No, there's only – it's a couple, was it? Because um, Bosnia for a while was, like, one of those teams. That, Bosnia just, and Herzegovina or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, sounds right. Those are always, like, the token teams in the top competition that would lose 8-0. I do, like, Tyler Adams, who's on Team USA – because my adopted, my adopted Bundesliga team when COVID shut down everything was Red Bulls just because I didn't want to have Bayern or Dortmund, and he's pretty good. And then I also played with him on FIFA, low-key, signed him to West Ham, and we won a couple ships. So it's not, not to brag, but like I know his potential based off of FIFA. So you should, 
you should like write an email to like David Moyes or some shit. I got an idea. I think he's too he's too expensive for West Ham. West Ham's not gonna shell out any money. Well, how, about, how expensive is he? How I don't much know. Did he cost on FIFA. Ah, uh, I don't remember. I do not. It was like years ago that I did that. But like he replaced Noble. That was awesome. Rice was back as a defender for some reason because I didn't understand soccer. <laughs> well, he can play defense. In, in yeah, he defense. Can, yeah, we can do that a little bit of everything. But then uh, who, uh, who did we used to get? We had him on loan from Inter. Uh, and Joe Mario? Joe Mario, yeah. He was like a stud on FIFA. And I was like, this guy... We whatever West Ham's doing, they gotta they gotta sign this guy for a long term thing, and then like they never never brought him back. And I was like, okay, well, what do I know? That was a strange phase West Ham went through that first season in London Stadium. That was like we barely avoided relegation that time too, right? Yeah, and we had like what's his name, like Faguli. Do you remember that Mm -hmm. guy? That was that was like half the team was on loan. I feel like by the end of the season, it's West Ham do love a loan deal. They do like that. They do. Oh, Big Ben. Ben Rama is, is on loan. Benny Hanna. Benny what? I like to call him Benny Hanna. Oh. He's so chopping we're... up defenders. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. But... We've got Benny Hanna. <laughs> We've got Rocky Balboina. Yep. By the end of this, we we'll may have, have a nickname for everybody. This is going to be great. <laughs> but, um... uh, let me, I want to I ask you. Let me turn it around. Uh, so... You live in Jersey. That makes sense that you'd be a Giants fan. But like, how did you just like you like I live in the states now? I want to hop into American football and just see what that's all about. Because I feel like a lot of times the stigma is like British people just kind of like hate American football and they think it's like not cool. And I'm like, I don't understand it. I think American football is the coolest thing on earth. Well, I so back way, 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 way back. So I used to have a job where I worked from like four until eleven. So four p.m. until eleven p.m. Okay. So like my almost like the opposite of what you're dealing with right now. My sleep mm-hmm. schedule was all fucked. So I would normally be up until like four or five o'clock in the morning, sleep until two and then go to work. So I would always be watching like American sports that would air late night because it's sports and it's on when I'm awake. Okay. So I started watching. I never really had a team, but I was always watching. And then me and my dad would have this tradition of we would get excited for the Super Bowl. And then before the first quarter ended, he'd, he'd be asleep snoring. On the couch, <laughs> so it'd just be me watching it. But then, so I started dating an American like 10 years ago now. Oh, nice. Which is the reason why I'm here. And, but at the time she was just like, oh, do you like football? I was like, yeah, it's good. She, oh, you're a Giants fan. I was like, oh, okay. That's good. She's a, she's a, she, you picked a good one then. Well, yeah. So the first season where I was officially a Giants fan was the last time the Giants won the Super Bowl. That was like the first game I actually watched as a Giants fan. And you're like, this is how it is all the time now. This, this is, is going to be great. Awesome. <laughs> like, finally, a team that wins, I can get into this. And then and oh boy, did it go downhill. Steadily downhill ever <laughs> since. Like, I think that was a we... fucking awesome Super Bowl though. That was a fucking great Super Bowl. But this, okay, here's my little pet peeve with May okay, I'm gonna say Americans, but it's probably it might just be New Yorkers, maybe or New Jerseyans. But I mean, I can get to the whole why is the Super Bowl on a Sunday? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I mean, football's on a Sunday. Yeah, but it's okay. Here's my thing. So, all right, I'm in New Jersey. The Giants are in the Super Bowl. I'm like hyped. Okay, I'm at this party. We're watching the Super Bowl in New Jersey. Wow, this is amazing. 
Giants win. Who was it? Like Brady does that fucking Hail Mary throw. Yeah, he missed. Uh, was it Welker? And the room goes nuts. Like, ah, we won. And so I'm thinking, fucking hell, this party is about to turn up. Like, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> and then, like, five minutes later, the room's empty. Oh, yeah, we've got work tomorrow. See you later. Bye. So, oh, oh, yeah. Is that it? No, I mean, that, that does suck. But I, I think part of, like, being an American is being hung over the Monday after the Super Bowl at work. And, like, everybody knows you're going to get absolutely nothing done. But you're just like, yeah, about that, that game, though, dude. How about that game? I remember the Super Bowl, what, three years ago? Was it when did the Eagles? That was the Eagles beating Brady, yeah, unfortunately. So I remember the day after the Super Bowl was my first day at my first official, like, proper job <laughs> in America. <laughs> and so it was like, all walking in, so it's like 30 of the new people coming in today, and you, you could just spot, like, they watched the Super Bowl last night. They watched. Everyone's <laughs> so like walking around dead. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just think for the Super Bowl, why can't they just switch it up to a? It Saturday? would make so, sense because college football is already over by that time. But I think it's just Super Bowl Sundays already. Think maybe just give everybody Mondays off. Or can they not start it earlier? Maybe that would also be not a bad uh, idea. But then I guess the West Coast issue. Dude, fuck the West Coast. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. You live over there. You know, and like, is there any real <laughs> decent teams in the West Coast? Like all the real teams, Rams, are... Seahawks. I mean, they've got the best stadium, the Rams. I think that's but pretty. It's a pretty sick stadium. That's another thing about the goddamn Giants. That I thought. So I saw MetLife. Uh huh. Like, oh wow! Like it's it's great that we have one of these legendary old stadiums that we're still playing in and then i find that it was built like new what, eight years ago yeah well giant stadium was kind of going to shit i feel like so and giant who, stadium was like historic but it's not historic historic there's no yankee stadium who designed metlife it it looks horrible uh, some air conditioner company apparently it, that's what it looks like it looks just like a giant air conditioner but dude i mean it's cool right i've never been but it looks cool from the outside they oh, can I've, they, I've never went because it's like five thousand dollars for a ticket but I might be lying about oh. that. But, but when you're like, who designs a football? So the sport of football is played in the winter predominantly. Mm-hmm. Who designs a football stadium in the Northeast and doesn't think to put a roof on it? Dude, no. Roofs are for pussies, man. This is America. We don't need roofs on our stuff. That's what, like, is there anything better than watching these dudes that are getting paid millions and millions of dollars go out and you're like, yeah, motherfucker, run in the mud. Let's go. Earn that money. Like, I love that. That's my favorite. Like, a snow game. Oh, yeah. When well, you see that, you're like, dude, look at these millionaires just getting tackled into the mud, into the snow. Like, earn that. Earn that. That's good. Like, imagine being, like, sacked in the snow that's gonna hurt like a bitch but now like i think the like i know the patriots field has like heating coils under the turf and stuff so it's not like they're really in the elements really anymore i mean there's only a few fields that actually have real turf like real grass and not just field turf anymore although i don't know which is safer because fedex field just is it eats legs too yeah if it's freezing cold i imagine astroturf does not feel good probably not Probably. No, I, I don't even like, cushion it though. I don't know. The classic uh, look is like a white field where they've had to like dig out the lines. It, that does look cool. Yeah. 
that's awesome. That's just getting me pumped up just even thinking about it right now. I'm ready yeah. for like winter football. Who does? I think who. Who's like the last remaining team that doesn't have a roof in those kind of areas? Does, um, does Green Bay have Green a... Bay doesn't. Green Bay definitely does not. I don't think Chicago doesn't. I don't know the Vikings have got a roof now, right? Vikings do. But they used to play at University of Minnesota for a while, which didn't. Um, Wasn't that, Cleveland didn't doesn't. They had the, the, state, the old stadium that the roof collapsed. collapsed. Yeah, and then the Giants had to play them on Monday night that game because the, it was the Metrodome that collapsed. Hubert H. Humphrey, he lost an election. I, and uh, we were talking on my podcast last week about like how people that lose the election most of the time, like if you never were president before that, you're like, I have no idea who that fucking guy is. Like Barry Goldwater, who the fuck is that? But apparently lost presidential election and Hubert H. Humphrey lost like two, I think. But I What's only know who Hubert H. Humphrey is because they named a Metrodome after him. And I was like, oh yeah, he's the guy that invented the Vikings facility, which he didn't invent that, but... He did other stuff. I, they just named it after him. If you lose an election, why would you put yourself through a second one? Maybe that's why they know. named it after him because he's like he's a trier. I think you gotta be a little psycho to run for that stuff, anyways. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's like so. It's like half the people hate you, anyways. Like, and people. I do want all the secrets. Everything. Right, I right. do want all the secrets. Really, there can't. Like, you can't. Like, there's nothing that you can't get dug up now. Except. Really, where the aliens are, like where they. Well, no, but I'm saying, like, as the president, like people can dig up whatever they want on you, and like you could still probably get elected if our last dude did. But True. I mean, even if you're semi-famous, someone just pulls up your tweets from five years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've never. I don't have anything I've had to like seriously delete or anything. But it's like I've definitely had to like scour Twitter and like make sure there's nothing. Like I don't think. Like I, I believe me, I've checked. Like there's nothing. So if you guys want to go fact check it and get me in trouble or whatever, you can't. But like. There's like, I've, I've searched all that shit on Twitter where it's just like, I don't ever want anybody to be able to dig up anything. Like that's terrible. And I think it's stupid where you have like Josh Allen as like quoted a rap song in middle school and then gets drafted in the NFL. And like that night they're like, Oh, look at what he tweeted. Look at what he tweeted in 2008. It's like, yeah, dude, who gives a shit? He was a fucking kid, man. I don't think he still feels that way. A lot of people don't feel the same way they felt in high school. I totally agree with what you're saying. But on the other thing, I was like, sure, okay, someone within his proximity must think, okay, this, this dude's about to get dropped. He's about to oh, earn I have 100%. Millions. They got to do before damage that happens, control. Let's before. fucking check this shit out. Like, why would you not check that? Because he's a kid that was, I don't know, he was a college kid that was about to get drafted. You don't have the people around you maybe at that point. I don't know. went to Wyoming. I don't know if Wyoming's PR department is, is, is as good as like Florida's or LSU's. I mean, they're Wyoming probably like, we have a draft pick? Okay. Well, hell. This is Sorry, awesome. They, didn't, they don't give a shit. Come I on in they... from the rodeo, guys. Let's go. Where's your dog Skeeter? <laughs> that's, that's whenever I know anyone's asked me, to, can you do it? Because everyone, even now, four years in to living in America, I still get the, the people who comes up to me. Oh, you, you, you English, are you? Oh my God, that's like trying you to- You sound like you're from London. Yeah, that's what I get, like the Paul Rudd <laughs> shit. Oh, I do love that quote. It's a great movie, that is. Do, but, you, do your like best American accent. So though, that's what, like, whenever anyone asks me to do an American accent, you know, all the things I can do is like, hey, my name's John and I married my cousin. <laughs> 
and I live in a double wide with my dog Skeeter. That's not terrible. That's all not I can. Terrible. I'm pretty sure that's offensive, but I don't give a fuck. You're like uh, Russell Brand has like the best like my favorite like mocking American accent where like, I just I love like you can still hear his British accent in it, but like you can tell he's like I love that. That's my favorite. Or like when a black comedian does white voice, like I love that. That's always funny to me, and I think it's 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 hilarious to me that people get mad about it. You're like, dude, no, that's funny. Like, we do sound like that. Especially. But, uh, I don't know. But Russell Brand's got a really good one. He's also a West Ham fan, so that's another reason I like him. He is. I've tried to read. I've actually met him. Really? Yeah. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Let's see if I can pull this out. So the people who are listening to this, this is going to be really boring. This is, this is what we call bad radio. It's a segment yeah. that we're going to start right now where we just... We do things that you won't be as entertained with, but just if you, if you close your eyes, hopefully you're not driving. You're going to really just, just imagine right now, Mike's looking through his phone and he is scouring. He is, he's got sweat beating down his forehead right now. Cause he's, he's under pressure at this pressure point. Is. He knows that the pressure is mounting and uh, he's, he found it and there he goes. And now we're looking at him and Russell Brand. That is, that's pretty awesome. How'd you, so how'd you meet him? Well, he, he's, we grew up in the same town. In Essex? In Essex. Essex. Yes, in Gray's Essex. So he was like, I was just working. Is it creepy that I know that much about Russell Brand? Like I know where he's from? I'm impressed. I read his book. I read my bookie book. I haven't. So there you go. So we got one extra. I was like eight. obsessed with him after forgetting Sarah Marshall. I was like, who is this guy? And how would I not know who he is? And then I was like, he's pretty great. What did you think of getting to the Greek? Um, not as good, but still good. I think if you liked forgetting Sarah Marshall, like forgetting Sarah Marshall is one of my like top two. If I could only have two movies to watch the rest of my life, it would be that. And I love you, man. Like I would be fine with that. And like for, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall is so good. That, like if you love Aldous Snow, if you love the character, if you love Jonah Hill, like I was like, okay, I'm here for another, another show. It's not the same thing, but I'm, I'm, I'm down to watch that. Because all of those movies kind of merged. Like, they could, as far as I'm aware, could be in the same universe. Like, the like Judd Apatow kind of, yeah. Basically the same. Which one? Is it, is it This Is 40? Is that, is that the spin-off to I Love You, Man? Or is that a spin-off from another movie? I can't. Was, it, was like, it Knocked Up? Knocked Up, yes. That's I think so. And I like Judd Apatow. He's awesome. And so like, I'm a sucker for all those movies. And then Russell Brand, like... Never, who, never had an idea who he was. And that was the year like he blew up. Because remember, he did Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And then he hosted the MTV Awards. And everybody's like, this guy is offensive and he's mean. Why is he doing this? And uh, who was it? It was Jordan Sparks, whose dad, Felipe Sparks, won a Super Bowl with the Giants. But she like, was, was talking shit. He was like, Jordan Sparks, who I believe won a talent contest, tried to go out and call me out. And then just like dragged her. And everybody's like, how would you drag Jordan Sparks? And now, like, who the fuck is Jordan Sparks now? And everybody knows who Russell Brand is, right? And then I think he did it, like, back-to-back years. How could she, she kind of took off. That's true. That's the only – that's who I know about that. Yeah, that's – I was trying to think of another one. I don't know anything else. But, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Russell Brand, I don't know how we got onto that. You met Russell Brand. That's how. That's and how. And he's a West Ham fan. That's and how. he's a West Ham fan, which has to do with this podcast. So, boom. On back topic. Back in the room. We're back in the room. On topic. Okay. So, let's switch this shit up. Let's talk about them damn Giants. Oh, hey, you mean probably the potential future NFC East champ, New York Giants. I'm, I've sold myself, Mike. 
I'm, I'm ready, as Michael Scott would say, I'm ready to get hurt again. I am buying into this Eagles game. I've done, I've, I, I, do you love Joe Judge? Let's start off with Joe Judge. I love Joe Judge. I love Joe I'm, Judge. I'm in, love, I'm in love with Joe Judge. And I've never had a like one in seven coach that made me want to run through a wall every single, like every, he had one win for the majority of the season. It's like, we we're like, I shouldn't buy into anything he's saying, but every time I'm like, yeah, he's fucking got this. Well, like, I want to do it. Even like most of those games, what's, we lost by like one. Four one score games. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. And so it's not, I think the players seem like they're playing for him, which is you have to have guys buy in and they seem like they've bought in. We just don't have the talent there just yet. But no, I, yeah, no, yeah, no, we definitely don't. But, but they haven't developed yet or we don't have all the pieces. Cause we I also think, don't have Saquon this year. So. I think at the end of it, we deserve the record because if you lose, you lose. But I think that what are we now two and seven, two and seven, I think game and a half out of first, it doesn't, do us just. I think we are playing way, way, way better than a two and seventeen. If that makes definitely, sense. definitely. And I mean, I think we should have won the Dallas game. Yes. We should have won the Tampa game. We should have won the Eagles. We should have won the Eagles. And fuck you, Evan Ingram. Like, not that like like looking at that though. It's five wins. It's a five win team at this point. I think people are talking a little bit differently about it. the Giants are at the Bears at this point at that time. And I think the Giants. Even though we lost the Bears, I feel like if we had them again this time, like our offensive line took a little bit to get used to each other. We've had some okay. injuries. We've had some movement in the offensive line. They didn't have a preseason to get gelling. Like, I think like Wayne Gallman, why is Wayne Gallman running so well lately? Like why, and why do we not run with Wayne Gallman all the time? That's my big beef. Like Alfred Morris looked okay against. I thought he played really well. But like before that, it's like Wayne Gallman's the hot hand, and then you like sit him for a series. Like no, let him run. He was averaging like five yards a carry against Tampa, and they just sat him after a little bit. And it was like you go with the guy that's crushing it, and they they pulled him out. Uh, I don't I don't know. I think Joe Judge is awesome. I think the guys are buying into it, and I really like. I think he's the guy. I, I I know it's the first season we haven't done shit, but like I think he's the guy. He makes it seem like if this team is going to go in a direction like they seem like they like him they seem like they're playing for him i loved what he did with golden tate last week where he's just like oh you want to talk shit about the team well go home bitch like you're gonna play on practice squad he was playing terry mclaurin in practice squad for the whole week after he came back and then they were like oh also we're gonna deactivate you before the game so don't worry about suiting up you can you wasn't even going just go and wasn't it wasn't his wife talking it was his wife but then he backed it up which is like i get it you gotta stand by your girl but like bad luck when you're doing that to your coach so just do it to his face. Or just and I love that he wanted the trade. They wouldn't trade him. So now he's stuck on a bad team right now. Bad future division champion team. But uh, he's stuck on a two and seven team right now. Instead of getting to go somewhere where he can win a ring on his way out and championship chase. And it's like, no, you're going to buy in or we're not going to have to do it. We're not going to have anything to do with you. And I think that that's a big part. Like you got to weed out the bad apples. You got to get rid of the guys that aren't going to buy in. And if, Golden Tate's not going to buy in. Like, fuck him. He's out. Let's bring in the guys that do buy in. I think Sterling Shepard looks like he's buying in. Darius mm-hmm. Slayton absolutely is buying in. Like, just let's go with this squad. Let's get the guys that care. Let's, get, let's see the guys that, that want to play and kind of be in not a great team this year so far. Shows you the guys that are trying to play, that want, a, that want something as a future, not just collecting a paycheck. And I think that's a big deal is separating the guys that are just there for a paycheck and then the guys that really want to play. And that, I don't know. That's what I love about Joe judge that I feel like Pat Shermer never brought. Nope. Like I liked Ben McAdoo for the one year that he fools golded us, but like that, he wasn't really like, he got everybody to buy in for a year. And by the end of that, like it was over with. And I don't know. I, I think that, I think Joe judge is, is the guy. And I've also decided that like, 
after hating them and loving them and hating them and loving them. This week, I'm going all in, this buying in. I bet a futures bet on the Giants to win the division. And like, if we, if we lose to Philly, I'm out. I'm checking out. I get it. I'll accept reality. But like, until then, I'm, I'm going to speak it into existence. We're going to beat Philly. We're going to, like, we got Philly. We got the Bengals. We still got to play the Eagles. We still got to play the Cowboys. So then Cowboys last game of the season. We do have a pretty rough stretch where we got like Cardinals, Seahawks. That's not like Cardinals, Seahawks, Ravens, I think at the end. That doesn't sound great. But we, you know, as you sneak one of those games out, we get to six wins, maybe six wins, wins the NFC East, possibly depending on how things go. We got to beat Philly. Yeah. Got to beat Dallas at the end. And then I think think if we can get maybe two wins at the remaining five, I think we could. I, I definitely think it's not unreasonable to think that the Giants can, w- can win the NFC East. And I understand people listening to this and they think we are two insane people talking, but believe, like, I'm cool being that right now. I'm cool just like being Charlie Day from Always Sunny looking at the, the conspiracy theories and the string and all of that. Like, I'm cool being that guy. Yeah. For one more week, just like do it. And then if we hit it and we win, I'll be like, I called it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew I trust my team. But if not, I'm like, whatever, I'm out. Who cares? We have like a draft pick that's going to be high anyway, so whatever. And I don't want to play for draft picks. Fuck draft picks. You know, oh, you play, that, you, that annoys me. When I play, like, you draft where you draft. You play to prove points. You, pre, you play to fuck up people's schedules. You play to fuck up seeding if you're out of it. You, just, you play to see who can win. You play to see, to see who can win, and I, I think we got some winners. I'm buying in on Danny Dimes. I love Danny Dimes. I didn't want to draft Danny Dimes. I said just anybody but Drew Locke or Daniel Jones – I loved Eli. Like, Eli is my boy. He will always oh. be my favorite giant. But like, I was, I was, I wanted Justin Herbert. I wanted Justin Herbert, but he went back to school. Now look at Justin Herbert. I'm an Oracle. I knew he was going to be good, but Daniel Jones came out. So we drafted him. I thought it was a little early that we drafted Daniel Jones. Cause you could have got him later on in, in the same round. And yeah, he had some rookie mistakes. He's got some turnover problems, but he's fixing that. He's fixing that. And I think that, I mean, he's, not he he has not had a turnover in a hundred percent of his last game, so <laughs> that's a streak. That's a streak. So he's right he's now. on a hot streak right now. He's on a very hot streak. This is the hottest Daniel Jones has been all year. Very doesn't it? Wasn't it like an average of like two or three a game for the rest? It was of the like season? two turnovers a game. Yeah, and like I don't we, I I don't count playing Washington because that's just like well he's four and zero against Washington. You watch out. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like so. That's an, automatic, that's an automatic good performance uh, win against 4 0 against Washington, 1 and 16 against everybody else. <laughs> that's a hell of a stat. It is. Who was the other team we beat? The Bucks. His think. first start. Remember, he let him, they were down 14 points. Yes. Saquon got hurt, and he was like, fuck you, Tampa. Just let him down the field and, and got the win. I remember that I was, was when I was like, Daniel Jones is the future of the NFL. And then we lost a bunch of games after that. But I, I don't care because at one point, I convinced myself and ever since then i'm just i'm gonna buy in on him i didn't want to get him as our quarterback but he's our guy and it's like you gotta dance with the one you got now like this is my guy now i gotta buy in yeah i never understood rooting for him to fail is the worst like that yeah. guy i just, never understood people just get out complaining months after it's like it happened like what do you this is year two if this is year four i totally get it this is year two. You make mistakes. You don't like, you know, it usually takes you two years to probably kind of figure out if you're going to fit into the NFL. And we've not had an offensive line for three quarters of the time he's been the, the starter. I mean, he's definitely 
improved. I would definitely give him that. I, I think personally, I'm not. I'm bought in because hey, at the end of the day, he's, he's my quarterback. So I'm going. I'm positively thinking every game. But overall, I guess the the, the jury's still out for me personally. Um, but I definitely hope he does well. I definitely hope we, because I, I, again, I can't understand people rooting for your team to lose so you get a Do you want us to draft again? Like, oh, we get Trevor Lawrence. No, we're not going to have the first pick. We're not the Jets. The Jets are going to have the first pick. The Jets are going to have the first pick. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. Trey Lance? No, I don't want that guy. No. Uh Uh-uh. No, thank you. Justin Fields? I don't buy into it. I don't don't want that. Ohio State quarterbacks, I don't trust. I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. I don't trust USC quarterbacks. Those are my two bugaboos. From those schools, no thank you. What's wrong with those schools? They just, the quarterbacks kind of end up being busts. Where did, who's fucking, who's the... Who is an Ohio State quarterback that is a starter in the NFL? There's probably one right now, but I can't think of it. I don't think so, actually. And then USC, you have Sam Darnold, but like before that, you had Sanchez. I guess Sam Palmer Donald. was pretty good. A, he's doing well. Say, I think Sam Darnold is better if he's on, like, he's obviously better if he's on a different team, but like, we're probably going to get to see that next year. He kind of looks like the Harry Kane of the NFL, where he's just kind he of does. not there. He's not all there. He's looking at ghosts. He sees ghosts on the sidelines, I think. But what if, now hear me out, crazy conspiracy theory. Sam Darnold, Jets draft Trevor Lawrence. They got to get rid of Sam Darnold. Patriots, Sam Darnold turns into a stud. Do you think that would happen? I don't know, but that'd be crazy. I think he's good. I think he's in it. It's like Ryan Tannehill. It's like maybe he was just in the wrong spot. I mean, maybe just need, like a lot of quarterbacks just get wasted away, like in the wrong, the wrong situation. And it's like, the Patriots like just, uh, what are their, what's their situation? Did they sign Newton to like a, they, it's a one year deal. It's a one year oh. deal. So he's done after this, I would assume. Yeah. He's not doing well. And Stidham, they, you would have started Stidham if Stidham was the guy. If they're probably, they, they may draft somebody that makes sense. But also, like, that would be very Belichick-y to be like, no, I'm just going to go with the guy. I know I, this guy looks pretty good. I'm just going to go with him. And then, like, also, it's a fuck you to the Jets to, like, just, like, fuck them over twice with their old quarterback two times a year. Like, that'd be also other level Belichick. And you know that's, like, what's going through his mind. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. If Cam Newton's gone this year, end of this year, I could see that happening. I don't think that'll happen. But I'm just, like, that's my crazy conspiracy well, I could theory. definitely see Cam Newton. Theme. Cam Newton definitely isn't coming back. I don't think, because unless he like goes off in the next like rest of the season. But did you watch the game last night? He wasn't. I mean, he ran for two touchdowns and he was fairly accurate in the beginning. He's just I, not. He's throwing a lot of short dink and dunk passes. That's like I don't trust him to throw the deep ball really anymore. I just think when you're struggling that bad to beat an own eight team. It's, it's mm-hmm. not a good look. Definitely not. Because I mean, I only watched the, the last. I watched the fourth quarter. That's all I watched, and it just looked from their body language that the Jets were just desperately trying to lose that game. Well, the Pats also have like eight guys in their defense. I feel like that opted out. Like this is a weird. This is going to be a throw. Like what I like about the Giants being like on the cusp of being like a like a borderline in the discussion for a division, a shitty division championship, and like. Also, they could be bad. I'm just like, dude, fuck it. It's a COVID season. This doesn't count. I don't count this. Whatever. 
No. It's like uh, in every other – like in hockey and in, uh, and in basketball, like the Rockets didn't win. The Red Wings didn't even make the thing. So I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, not my team. This isn't a legit championship. I don't care. Fuck you, Dodgers. Lakers, I don't count. I'm not counting that one. Devils winning I'm, it. Fuck the yeah, yeah, Devils. Devils. That doesn't count. Did you see, the, did you see the rumor that's coming out today about the Devils? Uh-uh. So apparently – this is just a rumor. But apparently – so Adidas have announced that they're doing some, like, reverse retro – jerseys for next year uh uh-huh. and apparently they've gone with so apparently the jer- devils are gonna be playing in a green jersey next year for oh, the green as, and red yeah and but apparently it's supposed to be like as a nod to marijuana now being legal in new jersey oh that's kind of tight they're gonna be playing in green that'd be cool if like the little uh the tail at the end they just made a little marijuana leaf instead that would be cool or just, fucking just put it in the background with the nj and yeah, I'm a big jersey guy. My girlfriend sometimes makes fun of me that it's like football fashion, but I'm like, I like, I get obsessed over like, oh, the Giants are going with the throwbacks. That's sick. Like, we do have some of the sickest throwbacks in the league, but like, I'm all, I'm really into jerseys. Yeah, that, what was it? The that all white, clean white one. When we heard white this? on white. That I like it. I like the old school logo, but I do like the NY more. Still an NY guy. Do you have? Do you do you buy the jerseys? I don't anymore. Ever since I am older than the players, I have stopped. <laughs> that was my See, rule. I'm, I was like, when I, when I am older, unless it's like a kid of yours or whatever. And like, I don't, I don't judge just my personal thing. I don't take baseball gloves to baseball games as an adult. I don't wear jerseys to people that are younger than me. Oh yeah. I Each their own, but those are my, those are my things for me personally. Definitely, but at least beyond getting names on my jerseys. That's, what they, that's the best thing about buying like a West Ham jersey. You, you can just get a blank jersey. I love that. Can you not do that with football jerseys? F- I'm sure you probably could, but like I haven't, re- I haven't really seen any like that. But I, had, I went through a, like a – when I was younger, I went through like a phase, I guess, of being the most bad luck person ever because as soon as I'd get a player's name on my shirt, they would be gone within six months <laughs> or they would like – controversially leave so everyone hates them so I, I was pulling out all my shirts before i left england oh, it's what retro shirts can i take to america and every one of them's like can't wear that again not there can't wear that again yeah i got like a i uh for halloween in high school one year i, I was sold that sonoris moss was going to be like better than his brother at like receiver for the giants and then he never did anything and i was like why do i have an 83 giants jersey like this was a waste like, like that memory just came up from like an old Halloween party on Facebook. And I was like, uh, that was a bad bet. It's a bad. I also bought in heavy on Ramsey's Barden. Ramsey's Barden, like it was a year after we, uh, after we won the first Super Bowl. He was like six, okay. seven. He was just a giant receiver. And I was like, I don't know. This guy's really tall. He's probably going to be, probably going to be like the next plaques. And then no, he never ended up, never ended up not into anything. So, you know, sometimes you swing and you miss, but so, as long as you, you hit on some. Aren't they like also like two hundred dollars or some shit like for a jersey? Yeah, I always would buy like the bootlegged ones, like the like ones in China where it's like pretty much the same thing. Just buy it from someone's back of their car. Like, oh, these. Well, you, well, it'd be somewhere. like sixty bucks, but it takes like four months to get in. <laughs> they put on like so a like, cargo ship. By the time you got the jersey, the players already left. Oh, it's like yeah, they they've already retired. <laughs> Like, well, we put it on a cargo ship, but it had 37 stops all around the world first. So, eh, whatever. It was 60 bucks. Maybe I have to look into that. 
But yeah, the, what, what do you think about the Giants this year, man? How do you think? Like, do you think we, do we, you legit think we got a shot? Absolutely. Good. I think, I, cause I, Good. So this is positive, only, positive vibes only this week. Because the only difference being the last couple of seasons, watching the Giants made me angry. Whereas this season, it's just, it's frustrating. It's made me angry. It's made me but, angry. But it's like, it's not like, it's a different kind of angry, I guess, where it's like, oh, we could be, we could have won that game or we could have done better. Whereas before it's just kind of like, we are trash. I have never, like, I don't know. I got mad. I've, I've been like super mad at certain Giants players before. Jason Seahorn towards the end, I was really pissed with. But I have, it was all time anger I had at Evan Ingram in that Eagles game. Like I. I was shocked he caught a ball. Oh my God. Oh my, like, no, oh, but like, dude, fuck you, Evan. He had like six, he had like, like three drops. He had uh, a couple of penalties that? that caused us to like go back and kill drives. Like he fucked up enough to where he better have fucking caught that touchdown pass. Even last game, what, there was, they did a slow motion of it where the ball literally goes through his hands and just smashes him in the face. It's like, how the fuck yeah. did you not catch that? Dude, you get paid to do this, man. That's your job. Like just, just do catch it. Catch the ball. Catch the ball, bro. <laughs> He's not going to be on the team next year. He's not going to be on the team next year, I don't think. But, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of talent. He just doesn't ever, like, at this time, like, it's like, dude, you get the drops. You're just not that, you're not as good as we thought you were. And you can't block a lot of times, too. That also is problematic. But, hmm. uh, I, 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 like, we sh- the, the Philly game and the Dallas game really got to me. I know that they're rivals, but, like, those, game, those losses really hurt because we should have won both of those games for sure. But I think also looking at Philly this week, like what have we lost? Like eight in a row to him now, nine in a row to him. Like we're due. We are due. And you always, you always want to want to bet on the team that's due. I think maybe this is where we're like, fuck you, Philly. We got a shot, and we we punch through. They have some guys that are getting healthy, so maybe we play up to that. Maybe Danny's feeling a little confident after having a good game. Maybe the defense, defense with what was it five takeaways last week? We had a bunch, had a bunch. Maybe defense comes Three. through, fucks up Carson and Jalen Hurts. And, you know, if you're a quarterback against the Giants, we have killed Dak Prescott's ankle. We've also killed Kyle Allen's ankle. Like, dangerous. You got to think, like, is this going to be my last drop back of the season? So that's always going through everybody. Like, Alex Smith was here in footsteps. <laughs> Rightfully so, because Alex Smith probably got PTSD. But, yeah, Carson Wentz, maybe he's going to hear some footsteps. I wouldn't like to be him. Just please, just let us win this game. Because uh, I, I honestly, I think if we can, we could get to six games. I think we could potentially win it. And then the, the reason it gets exciting is because the playoffs. Let's just win one game. So we got to do is win one game at a time to progress. Am okay. I saying I don't think we're gonna get in the Super Bowl? No, but <sighs> you got you got to get in. You got to get in. And then you got you got to see at the table, and you never know what's gonna happen. Because both times we've won the Super Bowl the last time, we weren't really supposed to win the Super Bowl. And we, we fucked some shit up. You want to be that hot team that gets in. Giants are good at that. We can. Um, okay, our schedule, the rest of the way. rest of the way, we've played nine games. We got Eagles, bye week. Bengals, we got to get two wins right there, okay? So then we're at four. Seahawks, probably lost. Cardinals, probably lost. Browns, do you squeeze out a win? Maybe? That's going to be our, uh, our maybe game, all right? So we... Yep. S- just we'll pretend we get that one. That's five. Ravens probably a loss, although Ravens might not have a lot to play for. 
the next last week of the season, maybe the Ravens have already locked it up. They want to rest a couple guys. We sneak out a win. That's six. Cowboys, week 17, you beat the Cowboys. That's seven wins. You're a seven and nine team. Seven and nine teams have gotten into the playoffs before. Especially the way the NFC East. The NFC East, what is the best? Like, what are the Eagles are going to be 10 wins? No, because what the Eagles, what, three, three and. But they do have the tie that could really fuck us, but it could also fuck them. See, that's what I don't like about ties. Like, until the end of the season, I don't know if it's going to fuck me over. It's like, if we have more losses than that, then that hurts us. But also, if we have more wins, that's better for us. So just, just, what if we just won the rest of them? That's also, that would, you know, if I was Joe Judge, I'd be like, we're just going to win all the rest of the games on our schedule. Yeah. I would say, you know what? This is my guarantee, guys. You can write it down. If the Giants win 100% of their remaining games, I'm going to say they probably make the playoffs. Just a hunch. Alex, just a hunch. Of this, the week. And you can take that to the bank. If they went out, they're probably going to make the playoffs. If they don't, they might not. They probably won't. Take it to the giant check division. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the Eagles, we match up well against the Eagles. We already should have beat them. That's they got to be thinking about Eagles that. If I'm Joe Cowboys. Judge, we run that game all week. Rerun that game all week and just make him walk into the facility, watching them lose. Rerun that Evan Ingram play in his locker all the time. Make him watch it over and over. Like, if you do this again, we'll kill you. Dude, yes, your, your ankle's next, that. Evan. Tell him that, yeah. I think we can do it. I think we're going to win. We're going to win. I'm just going to speak it into existence. We're going to beat the Eagles. We're going to go out there. We're going to beat them. Maybe not by a lot, yeah. but we'll beat them. Because the Giants don't know how to win by a lot. No. And when they do take a lead, they're like, should we fuck it up? Like, it's every single time. Them and West are like, ah, we're ahead. Do we want to be ahead? Should we, should we fuck it up? Let's, let's just have all 10 players behind the ball. Yeah, let's... Do you want to get like six penalties in a row? Let's do that. Uh, also, let's just kill this next offensive drive. Fuck it. Who cares? Let's punt from far, from far back in our own end zone. Our own zone. Like, let's do that. Oh, okay. Do you want to just give up a big play? Cool. All right. Well, now they've got enough time to come back. Let's make, it worry. Let's make so, us worry. What was, that? was that the Bucks game where we was like... We were up 10 points against the Bucks. It was like we four minutes ago. against the Eagles. We're like the Chargers are the biggest chokers in the league this year. We're close. And against Washington, we tried because we stalled on that last drive. And then if Logan Ryan doesn't have that pick, I don't know what happens. I was assuming I was honestly just ready. We're probably going to lose this game. And it's like we we help them. It's not like they like again. It's like I think it was against the Bucks where it was like, oh, oh my God, he's done a long throw. He might not catch it. Let's do a quick pass interference. Come on, let's just. Let's just make penalties for fucking no reason. And it feels like I like what Jason Garrett's done lately, but I, the Giants rely so much on these dumb checkdowns on like third down and eight. You throw it four yards, and the guy doesn't always get back. It's like, dude, if it's third and eight, you throw it past the eight-yard marker. Like you, You've got to get the first down. You don't want to just have to rely on everybody getting juked out. I understand if it's third and 15, you're probably going to go with the screen to try and – and, and make something happen but you can't just go to the little check downs like they've been doing so much and it, it, it hampers them and then yeah Sterling Shepard can juke somebody out every now and then Austin Mack I don't know where he came from but he's awesome um like you can you can have a couple of those where you get lucky but more times than not it's gonna just end you with stalling on the third down and then you're gonna have to punt again so I think they need to be a little like they've been a little bit too conservative at, at key times where I feel yeah. like you're, you're kind of down there. Although they did go for it on fourth down and they didn't get it. But, like, I like the ball. Like, I, I, I respect the, uh, 
the balls. If you go for it and you don't get it, unless it's like on your own 30, like do it. Fuck it, dude. You're a two win team. Send a message. We've definitely shown more balls and we do love balls. But we had to, that's all this podcast is really about. But yeah, he, I think he's made some questionable decisions sometimes, Garrett. But yeah, I think definitely the offense has definitely vastly improved since we had him on board. Right. And I mean, I think it goes back to like, if he can just focus on one thing as opposed to having to run a whole team, that's like, he's probably better suited as an offensive coordinator. I mean, so although he was a decent coach for a long time, but what's he's your, more of an offensive coordinator. What's your opinion on Barkley? Do you think he's hype or do you think we're missing him? Do you think he's going to be suddenly a revelation when he comes back? Oh, Barkley is my boy. Barkley is, Barkley is my guy. He's awesome. Barkley is probably the best running back in the league when he's healthy. I mean, we saw we've like his whole career. Every time, I, like when he's healthy, just good luck tackling those tree trunks. Like, I love. He's him, got the great greatest thighs in the league. It's just that's just hands down, like best thighs <laughs> in the league for sure. Uh, um, He'll keep but, you warm a winner. And his injuries have been like not like. I don't think he's injury prone. Like he had an ankle injury when a guy like rolled over on him. Like they're just kind of like unfortunate happenings. I don't think they're just like. He's not like Ben Roethlisberger where he just goes down anytime he gets tackled. Although Ben Roethlisberger is a warrior and shit, but like ben Roethlisberger is hurt a lot or he's limping a lot or he's always in a walking boot or he's always in a cast or something after the game where you're like, what happened? Is why ben did he go in the locker room earlier this, this, like, this week? I was like, why, are, why is Mason Ramsey in? Is there Mason some Rudolph. Mason Ramsey is the shit about, that's staying in Walmart. Is there some negative energy about Ben Roethlisberger? Like, has he had some shady past? Because I don't know what it is. As soon as I see his face... I just get angry. It's there was annoyed. some, um, he allegedly may or may not have assaulted someone at one point in time and his buddy blocked a bathroom door while she was in there. But I was not there. So who am I to, you know, I don't like throwing accusations around, but there were rumors. There were rumors. But I'm pretty sure he's not the only one in the NFL who's been accused of that. Though. Right. But I, I don't know. It's not my spot. It's not my spot. And that's a serious accusation. So like. Allegedly. Allegedly. And that's how we get away with everything. Just get your lawyer to allegedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your come on in? Let's do a final prediction. Uh, how do you think Giants Eagles going to go? Because that's the only game we have got to look forward to next week. Because West Ham international can't lose. Game. West Ham can't lose. So that's a positive though. Um, positive. I'm just going to say we go out, we get it. 27, 23 Giants. 27, 23 Giants. Danny has another good game. Wayne Gallman gets it up. Defense comes through. I think we win 27-23, which is fairly high scoring for what we've seen the Giants do lately. But I think maybe the offense is kind of figuring it out. Maybe we're ready. And I think we're going to be a little bit pissed off against Philly this time as opposed to last time where we just kind of threw that game away. I think it's going to be a, I just get the, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a frustrating game. I think we're going to get into like their scoring opportunities and then have to settle for a lot of field goals. I don't know. It's I think we're gonna win, but I think it's gonna be a frustrating win. Maybe I'll like, take it. I don't care if it's frustrating. Oh yeah, I'll take it. Just give us the dub. Like maybe because that that defense been holding up strong. They gotta so, be. They gotta be hyped up from that last performance, even if it was against Washington. Like they're they're in the end of that game on a good note. Let's let's keep it rolling. Let's keep um, it rolling. Let's pick off Wentz. Let's fuck them up. I'm gonna go sixteen ten Giants. Sixteen ten. All right, I'll take that. Graham Gano hasn't missed a field goal yet, knock on wood, but he's been pretty solid all season. And then what was our, what was our dude last year? Um, who's our fucking kicker? 
he was awesome but then he like got a dui or whatever wasn't it oh um i can't believe that i can't remember his name wait was that a kicker or was that our third quarterback who got the Um, dui it may have been both maybe because i'm pretty oh it's gonna annoy me now (laughs) i think it was fuck who was the giants kicker last year I'm looking it up now. So for those listening, Alex Kicker is now typing into Google. That's not Aldrich Rosas. How did I fucking not know that? I knew, I knew that name. Uh, Aldrich Rosas was, was him. And he got Rosas. Yes, I remember that guy. I remember, yeah, for some I think, reason, I remember him being trash. He was kind of towards the end last year. But like, there was a point where he was like, like super hot and he was kicking everything right. And that's always good to have the giants have uh, tended to have some, some iffy kickers in the past, but I feel like Graham Gano seems like he's a good dude. So I pass good. If he doesn't miss, then he's continuing to be a good dude. He won't miss this week. He'll crush it. And the giants are going to beat the Eagles. And then we're going to win the division. And then we'll talk about the playoffs when we get in the playoffs for sure. Bring that trophy back. Exactly. That'd be fucking sick. Because that, that, that would be a Giants thing to do. It would be the most Giants thing ever. A losing season Super Bowl champions. And then also, like, I love Eli. Eli's always giving me my guy. But, like, Eli is also the best troll quarterback of all time because anytime people try and shit on me, like, I know he's got two championships. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has one. Mm, mm, how many's that got? Like, that was the best. Like, anybody, anytime anybody brought up Brady like, well, may have, twice. Brady may have about 17 Super Bowl rings, but... He didn't get any against the Giants. Never beat Eli. And like, okay, Nick Foles kind of fucked that argument up for a little bit, but Eli did it twice. And you can say you're lucky if you do it once. You can't say you're lucky if you do it twice. And Daniel Jones, if he were to like luck into winning, like I don't think it's going to happen, but if he were to win and do a Super Bowl like this year, like just on some like freak 2020 fucks up everything, and then Mm. we figure out a way to like back into the playoffs, we Giants our way to the Super Bowl and did it like – Daniel Jones would then be an awesome troll quarterback. We're like, remember when you guys made fun of him for turning it over? Ha! Fuck y'all. I got a ring for that season, bitch. Yeah, right. That would be, that would be great. And remember, like the, I guess you were uh, the most recent Giants Super Bowl was the first one you were a fan on. But uh, the first year Eli won his in 08, uh, he played the Cowboys Week One, got hurt. They didn't think he was even going to be able to play. It looked like Jared Lorenzen, like our 300-pound quarterback, was going to have to start. And Eli went out there, just played balls to the wall. Plexigo Burris had to tape his ankle to fit into his cleat every week after week one because it was his ankle was fucked up. Mm. But they just like limped through. They started 0-2. They bounced back. They got it done. They've lost the Cowboys twice, beat the Cowboys in the postseason, and went on to do it. And it was just like, I would never have assumed that that was going to win. They beat the undefeated Patriots that fucking year. So it's like, if they can do that, they can do anything. And I mean, like, I, they got to beat the Eagles. They got to beat the Eagles. But then I'm going to I'm gonna have some crazy thoughts if they start beating the Eagles. They beat the Eagles. Who knows what I'm going to predict next week? I'll be, that's dangerous. When they start winning, I'm like, because my brain just goes, I don't know. How good? Maybe. Maybe we're good. And that's a dangerous thing to do. But I'm, uh-huh. gonna, I'm buying in, and my, it's not great for my mental health, but I'm going to try it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to believe in my team, because if, if believing in my team is what kills me, I'll die on that hill every day. It's a nice sword to die on, goddammit. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and that's what I got to say about that. Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> right, Alex, pimp, pimp yourself. Give your, uh, what, do you, what do you want people to listen to? What do you, 
people to follow you give all that oh pizza. um follow me twitter at alex j middleton also on instagram at alex j middleton as well pass the gravy pod on twitter and instagram for my podcast pass the gravy has episodes every wednesday on iHeartRadio, spotify itunes wherever you listen to podcasts Pass the bros over with but also if you're in houston or on iHeartRadio, radio you can listen to the rod ryan morning show from 6 a.m to 10 a.m central time every weekday morning their sports guy is me and it's to not to brag but i'm pretty good if you ask me uh my mom also thinks i'm fantastic on the morning show as well okay. uh so go check out the rod ryan show but yeah check out past the gray podcast it's pretty dope and i usually just rant about the giants and gambling and my friend is a packers fan and we talk about that and whatever else is going on in the world we tell you what jesus would do in certain situations we talk this you know, we, we, <laughs> we hit all the topics so pastor gave you check that out the last one i listen to us what would jesus do which baseball team would he sign for that was a good one it's the angels let's go with the angels because that would make sense because it's jesus all right last thing how the hell did you get on higher heart radio I'm on iheart radio uh well i mean i work for iheart radio oh, so, that so you snuck in your podcast that way uh i mean yeah they were they were asking me like they were trying to get uh to get into the podcast game they were really pushing podcasts and like well if anybody has one please put it on iheart and i was like absolutely let's do that so this one's not getting on iHeart. Anyway. No, you can submit it to iHeart. It just uh, if you if you submit it to iHeart, maybe I can push it through. You gotta have a couple episodes. I feel like I think you get that five episodes before they finally push it through. So we'll just do this in like a month. We'll push it through for the win. There we go. <laughs> right until this next is on week. this is on iTunes, right? iTunes everywhere else. YouTube. I know it's on YouTube. It's gonna be on YouTube. It's gonna be on Spotify. I'm pretty sure iTunes approved it because they always, for some reason, take like four days to approve a mm-hmm. podcast. And it's, yeah, it's on a whole bunch of platforms, but the only important ones are, I think it's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Those are the, yeah, the big yeah. ones. Like I got one from like, oh, a notification, your podcast is now on Podcast Nation. Like, Who the fuck is that? I don't know. And, and as long as I'm on any of them, I'm happy if anybody's listening, you know? <laughs> Beautiful. So, twenty-seven, twenty-three from Alex. Sixteen, ten. Sixteen, from ten. Me. We're gonna get we'll it done next week. To see how <laughs> correct we are, because God damn it, we're gonna beat the Eagles. Yeah, we'll be in first place. First place in the AFC. We'll figure it's a game out, a half, or half a game out first. Like fucking half a game. God damn Whatever. It. I'm calling it first place. <laughs> right. See you next week. Later, guys.